As we contemplate what the post-Roe v. Wade world means for reproductive health and freedom in the United States, there are some books that can help explain where we've been since the landmark abortion ruling of 1973 and what the future likely holds. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on The Weekly Reader, our book critic Marion Winnick reviews Controlling Women and the Turnaway Study. Hi, Marion. Hi, Lisa. Our terrible recent betrayal by the Supreme Court made me think immediately of a book I read earlier this year, written by two top reproductive rights lawyers who knew perfectly well what was about to happen and were already laying out the road ahead. It's called Controlling Women by Katherine Colbert and Julie Kay. Colbert was the lawyer who argued Planned Parenthood versus Casey in 1992, which saved Roe versus Wade for another 30 years. But as the authors say right up front, the Supreme Court has never been the right place to go to protect, never mind expand, abortion rights. Given the fact that one in four women have an abortion by age 45, the abortion debate is actually an argument about gender equity, about the extent to which women are permitted to control their own lives. Placing abortion in a human rights context, they connect it to racial inequity, homophobia, transphobia, and misogyny in general. They share firsthand stories of their landmark cases, as well as heartbreaking dramas from the front lines, from the bribing of the original Jane Roe by conservatives to flip her position on abortion, to the kidnapping charges against a woman who tried to help a pregnant 13-year-old, from the senseless deaths of a young mother refused a medically necessary abortion to the incarceration of a woman who ordered abortion medication for her daughter. In closing chapters, they have great advice for activists, outlining a proposed gender equity amendment and other legislation, plus practical ideas big and small, a passionate and essential reframing of the abortion issue based on common sense, historical fact, and human decency. Controlling women will not just enrage, but inspire you. Another book that's gained renewed relevance is The Turnaway Study, 10 Years, 1,000 Women, and the Consequences of Having or Being Denied an Abortion by Diana Green Foster, published in 2020. The Turnaway Study compared the emotional, physical, and economic effects on women of having an abortion versus being denied one when a woman sought help after the deadline in her state. The researchers aimed to replace hearsay and rhetoric with scientific evidence, and they studied more than 1,000 women from diverse ethnic and economic backgrounds in 21 states. In addition to statistical results, the book shares 10 of their stories in detail. I'll read part of the conclusion. The Turnaway study shows that when people are unable to get abortions and instead carry unwanted pregnancies to term, they face major negative consequences for their physical health, economic well-being, and the trajectory of their lives. Government restrictions on abortion impose an unfair burden, making the lives of people who can bear children more difficult and precarious than of those who cannot. Barriers to abortion disproportionately affect people of color, who make up more than half of those seeking abortion care. When people are unable to dictate the conditions of their lives and create safe, economically secure environments for their children, everyone is worse off. People understand the consequences of abortion and the consequences of ongoing pregnancy and childbirth, and they can make that decision for themselves. The books are Controlling Women by Katherine Colbert and Julie Kay and The Turnaway Study by Diana Green Foster. You can find more information about these titles in our podcast at WIPR.org, on the WIPR app, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marion Winnick.